Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where typically every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan Doyne, and it's always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Dan. Dan, it's happened once again. It's happened <laughs> once again. We have wound up on a desert island and... Uh, the good news is we have washed up with some video games. Oh, once again, how how does this keep happening to us? I don't know. You'd think um, you'd think we would stop trying to, you know, these deals come up. You can book a cross, <laughs> you know, uh, you can go across the ocean on an airplane for five dollars, and you're like, why not? That sounds like a good <laughs> $5? deal. Five dollars. That sounds like a, a too good that to you, pass up. You definitely want to take that flight. It sounds safe. Yeah, what is this? Is this the third time we've been stranded on a desert island now? Uh, fourth. This is the fourth, fourth. time. Fourth time we've been stranded on a desert island. Um, this time we've been stranded with some different games, though. So uh, we're going to take a look at some of our top 13 <laughs> desert island arcade ports. These are arcade games. Everybody knows arcade games, but these are games that were taken from the arcade and ported to consoles. Yes. And we're going to look at what are the top 13 you'd want to be stranded on a desert island with. That's a very specific <laughs> desert island to be stranded on. Well, I was like, as I was looking at the list, I was like, do we take this up to 15 and start stretching or do we take it down to 10, start cutting things? I wasn't sure. So I just figured 13, a baker's dozen was a, a nice round number for uh for this particular episode we should also say we are uh this is our 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 first january episode january that's right so we are we are celebrating arcade games this month a little more and um in honor of that we did our our desert island arcade ports now why arcade ports instead of just yeah. straight arcade games that's what i want to know uh, <laughs> well i have an answer for you uh you can't uh well you can you i was gonna say you can't collect arcade games but you can collect ports of arcade games you could <laughs> collect arcade games if you were insane however uh these are these are games that you can actually add to your retro game collection gotcha so it, now, kind of, it works with the theme of the the show normally and uh it works with the theme of the month so. I think there are, are many of us who would love to have our own home arcade. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I had the space and money for that, oh, absolutely, I would be all about it. But I think you're right. It's probably a little bit more practical to talk about adding actual games to your collection rather mm-hmm. than uh, arcade cabinets. And they're heavy too. We, we, would, we would have to pay a lot more <laughs> in baggage fees for this airline flight oh, than uh, what we true. did. So. That's you true. Know, you can toss 13 cartridges in your backpack, no problem. Yeah, well, they're not all cartridges. Oh, no. Did you bring some <laughs> discs, Dan? you got to learn your lesson. You can't bring discs to a desert island. They're going to get just, the sand sure. is going to get on them. It's going to scratch them up. I brought discs and peripherals. What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't even know, Dan, the, the sand, it's coarse. It gets everywhere. <laughs> it's hot. I hate the sand and the sand people. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of having a home arcade, I recently got a, an iArcade uh, for myself for Christmas. Now, this is a device that I didn't know what was like a month and a half ago. Oh, you're going to say you, you bought it not knowing it, what it was because that's usually no. a poor choice financially. <laughs> I'd never heard of it like at the end of November and then at the beginning of December 
I saw a video on YouTube of like nine games you can play on iArcade right now. I think John Riggs was, I think, the guy who posted it on YouTube. And I was like, what is an iArcade? I was like, what are these games you're playing? They look like fun. Turns out iArcade is kind of like an arcade one-up with an app store attached to it. You buy one, it comes with 11 pre-installed games, you get your Double Dragon, you get your Dragon's Lair, and so on. But then you can add a bunch of games onto it. So it's this like pretty cool arcade machine, and as I've been acquiring a bunch of new arcade games that I've never heard of, I'm also like, I think having a home arcade sounds like an even more fun idea to me than it ever has before <laughs> oh yeah i mean i think if you were if you were born in the 80s or you know i can only speak of the 80s because that's the decade i was born in but just like arcade games there's some special allure to them it's yes. like you enter into yes. like a dark room that's just full of all these machines and they're flashing and making noises and by a dark like, room you mean a blacklit room well, I mean, <laughs> this is the thing about arcades is you, you, they, they could be, you know, maybe it is a, a blacklit room. Maybe it's just the entrance to a pizza hut. Maybe, it, you know, Why you never know that? where you're going to find an arcade machine in the 90s. And so just like something about that makes me so excited. I, I personally have an arcade one-up machine. You have an arcade one-up machine. There's just like something mm-hmm. about like having this little piece of yes. arcade history in my house that makes me extremely happy. It's funny that you say uh, you never know where you're going to find an arcade machine. You mentioned the the dark entrance of a pizza hut. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, in my childhood at some point playing uh, uh, Street Fighter Two at a Seven Eleven convenience store. Yeah, which is so random because I feel like you would never ever see an arcade machine at a convenience store anymore. No, which is like I don't know what happened. I guess you want to just get in and out. Where like we move too fast. There's no. We don't have in and out here in the Midwest. You know what I mean? We just want to get into the building and out of the building. We're we're beyond like the days of like stopping to put a quarter in a machine and like slow down for a few minutes. Yeah. Well, now you go to an arcade and you get a all you can play wristband and you get really irritated when you have to pay for the machines. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of the all you can play uh arcade variety. Yeah, I will so if I go to an arcade, I might give you if I'm feeling crazy, 10 to $20. But if you just straight up give me all you can play for like 20 or $25, you're probably going to make more money off of me as an arcade owner. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I'm the same way. I'll go to an arcade, put a $20 machine in the quarter thing. That's a ton of quarters. Yes. But I, I, I would much rather not have to like think about how I'm spending them. Just get the wristband and, yeah. and go yeah. that way. Yeah. If you have an arcade in 2022, it's time to go all you can play. I think part of that too is coming from like our childhoods and going to arcades and like I, my parents would very rarely give us quarters for arcade yeah. machines. So like you'd be somewhere like I, I vividly remember being at the indoor soccer facility where my brothers were playing and like going to the arcade and just like going to each machine and like looking in the quarter res- return slot and like trying to find a quarter, <laughs> like looking yeah, yeah. under machines, trying to find a quarter. And it's yep. like you finally find one and you get to play that one level and then you die very quickly because yep. arcade games are hard. Uh, and so there's like something about having free play which i think is the reason why arcade ports are so awesome because you like you get to take this thing home and you can play it as much as you want you don't have to worry about quarters you don't have to worry about looking around and trying to find money it's like i have this arcade port on my home yeah 
Nintendo, Super Nintendo, whatever, and I can play it as much as I want. And there's something very alluring about that. Yeah, there's also something very alluring, you know, back to my iArcade where I've like been pretending I've been going to the arcade and I'm like, I'm going to see how far I can get on one coin. And like, there's something about that that's just like, man, there's something about arcade games or something about uh, the way that they're designed that is a really interesting challenge, but it's nice when you don't have to pay over and over and over again to make progress. It's like, I can put this one coin in, see how far I get, and then come back tomorrow maybe or later. Or I can just continue if I don't want to arbitrarily limit myself. Um, Yeah, arcade games are special. They are. They are. <laughs> On that note, uh, Jordan, would you like to uh, would you like to take the controls of this plane and do a nosedive onto that uh, beautiful tropical island over there in the middle of nowhere and uh, get into our list? Yeah, let's go for it. put on there which I've come to recently um, I was kind of revamping uh, uh, our desert island NES list for uh, for a post uh, for our website which I'm, I've been working on um, worth it or worthless.com you could probably check it out as you're listening to this um, and as I was revamping our desert island NES list I was looking at my NES games and I came across 1943 and I was like, I think I played this once or twice when I bought it. And so I was like, let me see if this has a spot on our NES, our updated NES Desert Island list. And sure enough, I was like, man, 1943 seems really good. It seems really yeah. unique. It's like, it's not a typical vertical scrolling shooter. It's like you have constantly draining health and you have like these power-ups that drop that you can turn into health instead of like a powered-up weapon or if you're good on health you can like turn it into a powered-up weapon and the nes version has like hidden secrets where you can get like upgrades for your planes and stuff like that and i was like goodness this this seems like a very good game that i've i've been ignoring a little too long yeah, I've played a little bit of it. I love that kind of game. I love vertical shooters, and so I don't have as much experience with 1943 as I'd like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good addition to the list. And we should say that the the games we're going to go through, these are not in any particular uh, quality order. They're just in alphabetical order, which is why 1943 is first, because it's a number. That's true. Also interesting about 1943, uh, one thing, Capcom, so you know it's probably good. Uh, two, uh, it's our next episode for January. It's our next episode. (laughs) I guess I'm... Yeah, first on the list, we put a Patreon poll out with several games, one of which uh, was Snow Bros 2 with New Elves. Nobody wanted that game, but uh, 1943, if you're you're curious, you want to hear more about it, you'll hear more about it in the next episode of the podcast. 
Yeah, I, uh, you know, I said I wanted to play some more, and it looks like I'm going to get that opportunity soon. Yeah, I, I love that uh, we are letting the Patreon subscribers vote on the second episode <laughs> each month because that's uh, it's just a great way to let you guys have some input on these and maybe yeah. make us play some games we would have otherwise played. But most of all, it's that you guys probably saved me from having to play Snow Bros. <laughs> Two with new elves, whatever the heck that is, because I have no desire to participate in that. Guys, listen, Snow Brothers 2 is available on my iArcade. That's how I played it. And I was like, regardless of whether the Patreon people want to hear an episode on this, I'm getting it. And uh, I was like, I played a little bit of it. I was like, this is fun. How is this even possible? Because we played Snow Brothers 1 for uh, a little bit of extra life. Like we went back to it in November during our extra life stream. And it was like, yeah, no. This is just just not a very good game, a very it's expensive, not. not good one. Yeah. But uh, Snow Brothers Two, I was like, this is fun. Like they polished up Snow Brothers and like the the with new elves is like you have so now you have one Snow Brother. You have <laughs> like we, a, a thunder. How did kid. we get into a detailed description <laughs> of Snow Brothers Two, man? We're talking about how nobody <laughs> voted for it. Nobody wants Snow Brothers, and here you are giving us your dissertation on it. <laughs> well, I have uh, nobody wanted it, and I have to let people know why they actually do want it. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you have like a wind kid now you got like a rain kid and then a snow kid it's just like i don't know it's good it's fun it's polished i like snow brothers too that wanna, was your I that was your sale there's a wind kid and a snow kid <laughs> wow and man some, i'm in there's some nightmares there's some nightmare fuel on there for you too yeah it's got some of the most terrifying sprite work i've ever seen <laughs> all right let's move on to the next game on our desert island arcade port list all right uh here's another one of my choices that uh i i discovered when i was revamping our desert island nes list arkanoid arkanoid um, i am a fan of brick breakers like getting back into arcade games lately i've realized like uh, some of the genres that I, I used to like a lot more that I've now just haven't played in a while. And Brick Breakers is one of them. And I was like playing some Arkanoid, um, whatever, a few weeks back. And I was like, I like this a lot. Why haven't I played more of this game? Um, I'm really bad at it. It's really hard, but I'm like, this is a, f- I like brick breaking games. And then I've played a few other brick breaking games since then. I'm like, this is a genre that I need to just get back to. There's just something about it. Arkanoid was one of the very first uh, games I ever played on a computer. My uncle sent us a diskette with Arkanoid on it and Ooh. it booted up on DOS. And I remember having a blast with that game when I was a kid and then finding out later that it was an arcade game. And uh, there is something about the, like in the, 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 the arcade version of Arkanoid has a spinner, right? Yeah. Am I thinking correctly? Yeah, so there is I something so, that you yeah. miss out a little bit on that in the in the home ports, but it's not super necessary. And uh, there's yeah, you're right. There's just something like addictive about Brick Breaker games. It's like, I just, I got to get that last one and then the ball slips by. It's kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I, I like, in, it's kind of like pinball, but I, for some reason, like enjoy it more. I don't know. Well, they actually made a peripheral for the NES version that actually has the dial. Really? It. So, yeah, if you're wow. if you're fortunate, you can find one of those. I think it's a little bit. I want to say price charting had that version, although it might have been complete in box, um, at like eighty five bucks. Holy so cow! So you might be looking for looking at a pretty penny for that one. Um, but yeah, there's something about the brick breaking slash pong genre um, that 
I don't know, man. There's something addicting about it for me. Um, Arkanoid is one of those that has like the power ups where you can get like an extended like uh, paddle or like you can get like lasers to like shoot the bricks and yeah. Um, it's good. It's good. If you haven't you played get the, Arkanoid, like, sticky, the sticky launcher where the ball yeah. hits your thing and it stays, and then you get to move and launch it again. Yeah, there's a Super Nintendo version that I don't know much about. Um, but every time I go to the, the retro game shop, I'm like, I should, I should buy that. I should buy that. I should <laughs> and buy you that. Never do. No, I never do. Maybe I'll do it today. Maybe today's the day that I just march in there and I'm like, give me Arkanoid do it again. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. Do D A D O H. I think that's like a villain. I think there's this whole story to Arkanoid though, like a weird sci-fi story that uh, apparently is necessary for a brick breaking some game. Games, yeah. Some yeah. games don't need a plot. I would say Arkanoid is no. one of those. <laughs> All right. Uh moving on yet again. I'm I don't know if you if you would have put this on the list. I just assumed that you didn't put this one on the list, Jordan. We got Bubble Bobble next. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with any of your first three picks. No? I, I think all three of those are great games. Bubble okay. Bobble is a fun one. It's a, uh, it you know the in my opinion the better version of Snow Bros, and uh, again one that is probably more fun to play at home than in an arcade where you're pumping quarters into it. Yeah. So the the home version on the NES um, specifically is is a good game. It's like a it's a hundred levels I think of like puzzle sort of it's a weird puzzle game you're trying to like bubble these monsters and hit them to knock them out and then some of the levels get really tricky with how you have to do that um so it's got co-op it's great but the arcade version itself i don't think you have unlimited continues no matter how many coins you put in the machine no, yeah, you you only get a certain number of lives. You can get more lives in the game, but not by spending quarters. Which is ridiculous. It's like that's it's, why would an arcade machine ever allow that? I don't understand. Um, well, I, have, I mean, if you if you want to like actually have accurate high scores, you don't want to just have it be pay to win. But I mean, sh- fair enough. I mean, yes, I absolutely agree with that. However. Would you rather have accurate high scores or make a bunch of money off your game? They're still going to make a bunch of money. I mean, you think about like Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, those didn't have, Galaga didn't have continues. You just started over. You put it in another quarter and started over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess maybe it was a thing at the time, um, but I picked this game up on what? Like, I picked up the arcade version on PS4. I think there's an arcade archives version of it on some platforms, but I was like surprised to find that I couldn't just like muscle my way all the way through bubble bobble. I'm like, I'm actually going to have to get good at this. Yeah. And that's, um, that's it's refreshing fun. and frustrating at the same time. There's something yeah. about, cause I'm a fan of roguelikes. So when it comes to games like this, I'm like, I like this, but I don't at the same time. Just because there's kind of a, a roguelike element to bubble bobble because certain items only drop after a certain number of like captures or pops or whatever mm. and so each time you play it's a little bit different and so you could have to play a bunch until you get like some of the better items because they only come up every so often yeah well that's another one in the column for snow brothers 2 
Oh my Being better than both Snow Brothers One <laughs> and Bubble Bobble is uh, the items. The items are yeah, fun. In uh, this is uh, Snow Brothers. There's two. items in Bubble Bobble. There's awesome items. In Bubble Bobble. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Get out you of here! Lightning with the bolts. Snow Brothers Two stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. This is a thing from now on, man. I'm telling you, Snow Brothers Two is gonna be. Uh, <laughs> Have we been saying what what theme. consoles these ports are on? Are they kind all, of three? Are they all yeah. NES? Right. So <laughs> the uh, yeah, we, we, there's NES games on here. Uh, it looks like as I'm looking over the rest of the list, it looks like the front of the list is all NES games, with the back of the list is not. Yeah. So the first first handful NES games, including uh, including our next one, which we should finally move on to, Jordan. I agree. Uh, we got Contra. Contra is one of the rare exceptions where the arcade port, like, so the home console port is actually somehow better than the arcade machine. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Contra is, uh, <laughs> is a mediocre arcade game at best. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just not good. Which it is, doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. No, it's very weird. And I don't understand why Konami was like, yeah, let's port this everywhere. People love Contra. Let's just put it everywhere. Hey, it worked out for them. But somehow the NES version became like the definitive Contra. But it's that's like the only good one. I feel like when I when we did this on the show, um, but we looked at like every version of Contra, like a YouTube video that had like all the versions, and they all looked or sounded horrible. And the only one that seemed decent was the NES version. Yeah, there's a reason that that's the one that people think of when they think about Contra. It's true. It's true. Contra is great. I mean, we beat it to death. Not the game, but <laughs> Contra. Hey, we beat it. We've played a lot of Contra on the show. If you're interested yeah. in hearing about Contra, Contra 3, Super C, Contra Hardcore, we've covered them all. You can find them on the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Brownie from uh, Contra Hardcore, the, the robot yeah. with a warm personality. The only thing that makes <laughs> that game like almost... Kind of playable. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it's he, hard. Is it's only, hard. It's hardcore. Uh, is the only one with double jump, right? Brownie. Yes, he's the only one with double jump, <laughs> which was, is important because was, for some reason there's way more platforming than you'd want in a side-scrolling shooter game. No, Contra, you you don't want any platforming in any side-scrolling right. game. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I think Contra. I don't know. Who do you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> trying to think of All what right. Contra would be like without platforming and it's just like no no it's fine it's a boring I'm, not, game. I'm not serious you do need that's that. like that. I want to say that's bad dudes with guns but I don't know I don't think that's accurate but probably not alright next up on the list is the first contribution that I gave to the list and that is <laughs> Crazy Taxi Crazy Taxi is a blast in the arcade but it is not an easy game so the Dreamcast version is where it's at. I had a friend who had this on his Dreamcast and I thought that was the coolest thing ever because it was like the first time I saw like, you know, like I, I, you couldn't go and take some arcade games and like accurately port them to home consoles because like, yeah. you know, your NES or Super Nintendo is not going to be able to render those like arcade quality 3D graphics. So the first time I saw a Crazy Taxi on a home console, I was just like completely blown away. <laughs> the graphics, uh, the, the Dreamcast being so far ahead of its time that it actually died a miserable death. <laughs> yeah, it was it was too good. It was too good, too fast, and we just weren't ready for it. Yeah, uh, I. So you, one of your first contributions, you could have made far more contributions to this list. You well, just this is the thing. Don't even start with me. 
you made you made <laughs> a really good list, and I agreed with almost all oh. of it. And then I saw a couple uh, things that you missed, and so I thought I would just add them to the list. <laughs> I I agree with many of your choices, but this is the first one that I individually contributed and i think that you agreed with yeah so for me crazy taxi is like the definition of like going to the store and playing a game at the target kiosk um i I remember playing dreamcast crazy taxi uh quite a bit standing at the store um I also played the, uh, I think it's a port of the arcade version on the Xbox 360. I think that there's a, a port of, um, I've never played like the PS2 version and I've never owned the Dreamcast version. So I don't know like what all the differences are. And I don't think I've ever played like the actual arcade version. Of really? Crazy Taxi. Oh man, I don't that's know. a good one. So, I used to play that one at the arcade all the time. I have experience with Crazy Taxi, but um, I don't know <laughs> what the difference is in the versions that I've played versus like the real version, but it's a hard game. And you brought it up, and I was like, man, I want to play some Crazy Taxi. I want to get good at Crazy Taxi because it's like, it's not an easy game. No, I wish that they would port it to modern consoles because I really want to play it. But yeah. as I was looking around, I saw that there is a 2021 game called Taxi Chaos. That's on Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Steam. Yeah. And it looks like a straight up clone. But it kinda I something I was reading said that like Sega actually helped to like distribute it. So maybe it doesn't really have anything to do with Crazy Taxi, except for they probably like were required to <laughs> like get Sega to sign off on it since they just straight up ripped off Crazy Taxi. I have no idea if it's any good, but um I put it on my wish list and I will be picking it up when it goes on sale. Uh, so you haven't like looked into it whether it's similar. I've or watched not? some videos. It looks exactly like Crazy Taxi, but without the without the soundtrack. It's got a kind of generic soundtrack rather yeah. than the, the one like the iconic kind of soundtrack that Crazy Taxi had. Jordan, I got some good news. If you're really jonesing for some Crazy Taxi, you can actually pick it up. It's it's backwards compatible on Xbox One. Oh, that's good to know. So. If you want to pick up the 360 arcade, maybe port of Crazy Taxi and play proper Crazy Taxi, um, we can we can make that happen. All right, well, <laughs> I might have to do that. Uh, Jordan, next up on the list. Oh man, now this is a bit of a weird one. I don't know if I've talked about this in the history of the show, but um, I have to be honest. In high school, I went through a DDR phase. <laughs> <laughs> um now dan this will tell us how serious your ddr phase was when you bought the home version of ddr did you have the vinyl mats or did you have the like hard like plastic and metal mats now i believe the the one you're referring to is the cobalt flux pad uh, oh my goodness <laughs> i think so uh my friend who who played ddr with me um we always wanted we always we all <laughs> we aspired to have the the high quality home version but no i sadly i i only had and and still have the uh the plastic matte version <laughs> of the ddr dance pad um and that's for playstation 2 right uh, yeah, well, the original DDR is on PS1. Oh, okay. So the version that's, I, I suppose, coming to the island 
uh, it's just Dance Dance Revolution. It was the bundle, according to price charting. So we have DDR in a box with the PS1 version and probably okay. a, a completely trash um, <laughs> dance pad. But um, It's going to go really good on the sand. <laughs> yeah, that, I, this is a perfect one to bring we're, to the desert island. We're going to set up the pad on some sand no, and break no, our ankles. No, no. We're going we're gonna to chop down some trees. We're going to chop down palm trees. And we're going to build a <laughs> Literally, yeah. We're going to build ourselves a dance floor uh, for the DDR mat to live on. Um, <laughs> I've got a soft spot in my heart for rhythm games. I've been a big fan of Guitar Hero for a long time and I don't know if it just started with like DDR which I was never great at DDR I mean let's let's be honest um I was never the impressive kid at the arcade who people were like watching play DDR but that's what you uh, wanted to be n- well no no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh the DDR yeah <laughs> DDR is funny because it kind. Of, you're right. Like maybe that's where like this Guitar Hero and all of like the Wii Motion games. Like this was out before all of that, and yeah. then those things came and they were just massive, like huge cultural things where all of a sudden like gaming and moving could go together. But DDR did it first. Well, I feel like Konami made some other like arcade rhythm games as well. I think they had. I want to say oh, yeah. they had one called Guitar Freak, and I want to say they had a drum one as well. Um, so it was like D, uh, Guitar Hero took this idea of rhythm games in the arcade and sort of brought it home and simplified it a bit and, and kind of, I don't want to say brought it to the masses, but maybe Guitar Hero brought rhythm games to the masses. I, mean, I don't know, man. A lot of my thing. friends in middle school and high school had DDR pads. Really? I remember playing a lot of DDR at like sleepovers at my friend Scotty's house. Oh, so you've been holding out on me. You are a DDR fan. You were just pretending no, no, no. like I was the only one. No, no, I wasn't pretending. Like I never, I don't think I ever owned DDR. Um, but I've, I've played it. I've played some DDR. You like DDR? I don't know this about you. Um, currently, no. I, <laughs> my, I'm not sure that DDR and my broken hip would go. Super I was well gonna say, better. let's okay, let's let's paint a picture. We go to uh, a free play arcade. You are fully healed and able to move and walk. Okay, good. Are you I'm, playing I'm good. On... Stop right there. We don't need to do anything else. <laughs> I don't have to do PT anymore. I can walk. No. Sweet. Are you, are you jumping on the DDR machine or are you not? Uh, sure. Yeah, at a free play arcade, I'd I'd, I'd play some DDR, especially if it was old school. And I there were some of the songs that I remembered. I love I, the Mortal Kombat theme. Was uh, I think was the Mortal Kombat theme like, from the movie? Was there something called like Captain Jack or something like that? Something like that. I remember playing uh, "Blow My Whistle, Baby." Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just I just googled it. There was there was definitely something called Captain Jack. I don't know why that is still in my head. Apparently, it's an artist that has had twelve songs appear on DDR. So that doesn't really narrow it down. I think we uh, well now. I think we need to do a rhythm game month. <laughs> celebration for the podcast. Like Donkey Konga. <laughs> Donkey Konga and DDR Mario mix <laughs> or wow. something. Guitar Hero. Uh, Guitar Hero 1 and 2 are both the heck retro out of Guitar games. Hero 3 on my Wii. Oh, man. Uh, next up, Jordan. We got yeah. House of the Dead 2. House of the Dead 2. 
Now, I love light gun games, but yes. I don't love spooky zombies. And so this one's kind of, you're going to have to take the lead on this one. Well, okay. So I originally, I was like, you got to bring light gun games to the island. Light gun games are amazing. Um, I love them. What are our retro game collection light gun choices? Yeah. And I was originally going to go with Time Crisis, but um, after like looking, I was like, well, wait a minute. Are there like retro home ports of House of the Dead? Because I feel like I'll, I don't know a lot about Time Crisis. Yeah. Like I have, I think, Time Crisis 3 and 4 on like PlayStation Move. So I've played like newer Time Crisis, but I've played like House of the Dead 2 and stuff in the arcade. And it's like cheesy, terrible horror with like yeah. awful story and characters. And like the whole thing is just completely silly. But uh, it's a fun game. I mean, you can't go wrong with light gun games. I remember yeah. putting in like 100 hours into Ghost Squad on my Wii. I played the heck out of that game. It was only three levels, but every time you beat it, you unlocked like a new gun or a new outfit or something. Ghost so I Squad? a lot of Ghost Squad on that- the Wii. Is that like a Ghostbusters Sega, game? No, it's like a Tom Clancy kind of like shooter game. Really? It's not. Tom Clancy doesn't have anything to do with it, but it's like that kind of like tactical operations uh, shooting game. Okay. I see yeah. you. I see you. Um, but House of the Dead 1, there's a Sega Saturn version, and it's like very expensive yeah <laughs> like everything sega saturn <laughs> yeah basically so i went with house of the dead 2 because i think i've actually pl- i've played house of the dead 2 i know and the dreamcast version there's a, a bundle that's way more affordable <laughs> than, yeah uh, the original the affordable so we're gonna go with the dreamcast version of house of the dead 2 um, overtime crisis. Although we probably could have done our top fourteen desert island arcade ports and brought time crisis, but no, we kicked really, time crisis off the island. If you're gonna be on a desert island with arcade ports, you need to bring a light gun game just to mix it up, and because they're a lot of fun. <sighs> just one. I mean, at least. Yeah, I feel like we've got a pretty. We've got a pretty um, diverse list so far. Yeah. You've got uh, a vertical shooter, a brick breaker. Bubble Bobble, a sideways shooter with Contra, Crazy Taxi, a, a rhythm game, a light gun game. Like that's those are all very different. We're doing good so far. Seven yeah. into our thirteen. So that that's a good point. This one might be the most diverse list we've put together. Oh yeah, so far. And two speaks to the strength of arcade games and how. Um, I mean, I guess it's not fair to necessarily. I mean, arcade is a genre, but it's not. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's. it's <laughs> I think it speaks to how crazy it is that you can have this many sort of styles of games that fit inside of an arcade. Um, I don't know it. It's making like looking at this list is making me appreciate arcade games more now that I'm like sitting and processing it. How I, I love it in a way that I kind of do. <laughs> the crazy thing, Dan, I think, is that it took us all the way to number eight before we got a beat-em-up game, which is <laughs> unheard of. Not typical for us because we love beat-em-up games. Number eight <laughs> on the list is from both of us, Knights of the Round. We covered it extensively back in episode 30 of the podcast. It's one of our favorite beat-em-up games. And uh, if we're going to be on a desert island, we got to bring this one because it's one of our life goals for the two of us to actually beat this thing. Um, and 
eventually we'll make it happen. We, <laughs> yeah, we can make it to the last level, but we can't beat it. I feel like one of these days we need to stick it through. Um, we need to find like a good excuse or a good, like, um, a good punishment for not sticking <sighs> this one through. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that would motivate me to play any better. I'm. I think you know. <laughs> if you don't beat Knights of the Round this month, Jordan, you can't have Qdoba. You have to eat all Chipotle instead with no queso. I would just skip burritos for a month. <laughs> all you can have for a month is, is Chipotle. Chipotle has gone so far downhill that my Chipotle apologist brother uh, has abandoned Chipotle. He, he's he's abandoned them because they've they've just gotten worse and worse throughout the years. And I've been like, no man, they've been terrible always. You just no, they haven't always know. been terrible. But I will say that um, for for my birthday celebration with my family, we we got Chipotle, and I'm so uh, sorry we ordered. So there were we there were four of us eating, um, and they screwed up three of the four entrees sounds like a normal so against, day at chipotle against all odds they put my ingredients on somebody else's bowl and somebody else's ingredients it was like they mixed and matched the gotcha uh, uh <laughs> we all ordered different ingredients on our bowls and they mixed and matched them on each bowl so it was like they didn't even kind of I don't know. They got all the ingredients right, but they got all <laughs> them in the wrong places. It was like Chipotle. You're not. Never mind. When I was uh, when I was in <laughs> kindergarten, Dan. When I was in kindergarten, we had this box full of craft materials, and the box was called the Ring a Ding Ding Do Your Own Thing box. And I feel like that's kind of Chipotle's life motto: is just Ring a Ding Ding Do Your Own Thing. Just throw whatever you want on there. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, usually when I go to my main Chipotle, they don't ever disappoint me. I'm like, I'll be eating them that that burrito bowl, and I'll be like, I could literally drop dead with this being my last meal, and I would be perfectly content. But <laughs> oh <my laughs> it is it is that good wow. um, at my normal Chipotle. But man, they they really dropped the ball last time. So <laughs> anyway, all of that to say, that was just a metaphor for how Dan feels about Knights of the Round. It's it's great. <laughs> it could be the last game he plays before he dies, and he'd be happy with it. Uh, about that i like it i like it a lot but i was just trying to find a good excuse for us to beat it which would be making you eat chipotle yeah or being stuck on a desert (laughs) island one of those two would probably make it happen (laughs) uh jordan next on the list we got another one that's just you can't not like this you just you have to it's nfl it's nfl blitz nfl blitz all the way back to episode three of the podcast nfl blitz that was an early one holy cow yeah this is one of those games that like brings out the (laughs) the best and worst of friendships and family bonds um it's one of the love it yeah it's one of the great arcade sports games of all time um it's a special one to us and i still don't think you've ever beaten me in a game of blitz okay Um, well i guess you guys if you want you can (laughs) watch our afterlife stream where i don't think i let dan score a single touchdown uh first of all don't know what afterlife is second afterlife afterlife stream is where we died and we streamed for the kids Second of all, the the VODs only stay up for two weeks, so nobody has that stream except for me, so they can't watch it. One of the reasons I love NFL (laughs) Blitz is because I could almost never, very rarely, could I beat my brothers in NFL Blitz. 
but I don't know if I've ever lost a game to Dan, <laughs> but, yeah. which is rare because I very rarely beat Dan in these games. So but, NFL Blitz is coming to the island, if only to boost my morale after he has crushed me in Dance Dance Revolution or whatever <laughs> else we're playing. Well, the thing about Blitz, though, is sure, you can hold your own in the home versions of Blitz, but I'm pretty sure I'm undefeated in the arcade version of Blitz when we've played. All right, that's that's that could be true. That could be so, true. It was one time though, so let's not. Give it, <laughs> it was it was one time, but it was like twenty eight games in a row. <laughs> free play. That's again goes back to why you need free play at an arcade. If you play twenty eight games of Blitz, you're paying by the quarter, like literally the the quarter of the game. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. That's ridiculous. Yeah, which what is a hilarious model. It's like, okay, you want to play the full game, you got to pay four times. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's yes, NFL Blitz. Unreal. Unreal. Next up on the list is the only other one that I individually contributed, and uh, it's a, it's a one that's near and dear to all of our hearts. I think we we know this game well. All it none. What are you gonna world. do? <laughs> it is Rampart. Rampart for the NES. If you want to hear more about it, go back three episodes because uh, we covered it. It was the first episode we did in December, and I couldn't have enough nice things to say about the tower defense game that started it all. And uh, we had a good time with multiplayer, so I think it'd be a great one to bring to the Desert Island. Why is Rampart, like, I'm trying to, I can't, my brain isn't firing all, on all cylinders right now, but I'm like, what is the uh, something that just won't die? Like, a, it's like a joke that keeps coming back and it just won't die. I'm trying to, uh, Two dollars. No, uh, not literally what's a joke, the but it, AO thing. the idea of something that just won't die. Oh, 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 oh. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like something- Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> That's true. Like, I don't That's understand true. how, not that they just keep making them, but people keep going and seeing them. Like they, <laughs> they make a billion dollars. They make a billion dollars every time they release a Fast and the Furious movie. And it's like, who, why? Like, yeah, who's going to see this? But Jordan, you, pul- you don't have your finger on the pulse of culture. How many times Damn. have this, how many times on this podcast have you called out a group of individuals- Listen, there's a reason that I'm frequently (laughs) referred to as the voice of a generation, and that's because my hot takes are spot on. (laughs) Spot on. A lot of people are going and seeing those fast movies. I guess, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They are. They are going to see them. I'm just wondering, like, are these real people? Are these... Like, is Vin Diesel making clones and, like, forcing them to go watch this movie so he can keep a high profile or something? I don't understand. I don't know. They were originally about street racing, and now apparently they're about family or something. Which is what the game Rampart is all about, and that's why we're bringing it to the island. Is that, So, I have one note about Rampart. Yeah. <laughs> Rampart is fun in small bursts. Um, yeah. I don't... No. I, no. <laughs> in small bursts? Yeah. I don't it's know about Rampart, game, man. Baby. I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe. <laughs> if only there was an hour-long episode out there where we'd discuss all of the pros and cons of Rampart. Mostly the cons, but, <clears throat> you know. We're going to keep right, talking well, about Rampart every chance we get, apparently, from now on. Well, you know, it's it's just one of those games that just demands to be discussed. All right, Dan. Next up on the list is one that we can both agree on. Yeah. It's uh, Sunset Riders. Yeah. Cowboy Contra. Yeah, another um, 
Another uh, old episode of the podcast. When did we cover this one? I feel like that is a good question. Was it in like the early teens or something? Was it like twelve maybe or something? It was episode thirteen. Thirteen. Man, you almost nailed that. Almost episode nailed thirteen. It. Almost Sunset Riders. It. Yeah. This is a uh, so if you like Contra, but you want like a better version of Contra. <laughs> Like, oh, you're going better. You're saying it's better, huh? So, yes, I am. Because it's like Sunset Riders is way more palatable than Contra. Contra is pretty unforgiving through and through, whereas I feel like in Sunset Riders, you get a lot more room to breathe. You get a lot. I don't know. The, the gun upgrades are fun. Whereas in There's Con- almost no platforming, which is real nice. Oh, and the platforming that is there, like you can sort of, um, I think it's got like tiers to it, right? Where you like, yeah, you, you can't like, like just fall in a hole and yeah. die. That's also welcome. Um, so yeah, Sunset Riders is like Contra, but like better and wild. It also West. looks a lot nicer. It's, I mean, they're both Konami, so they both have great soundtracks, but yeah, that's it's a good game. It's worth checking out if you haven't played it. Yeah. And if you haven't played it, where have you been for the last? 30 years it's true isn't the uh the arcade version four players as well yeah yeah so i think there's an arcade archives version out there if you're interested in uh experiencing that with some of the the nice quality of life features that come with uh arcade archives versions um but yeah sunset riders what a game i want to play more of it it's been like i've been wanting to play the arcade version for (laughs) like a year whatever but I just haven't gotten around to it. So my wife and I recently went to a free play arcade near us and they did not have sunset riders without me without you. Yeah. I'm still salty about it. It was a surprise for my birthday. So you can't blame Um, me. You can blame her, but they did not have (laughs) sunset riders, but they did have, uh, the Cowboys of Mumesa. Oh, a straight up reskin basically of sunset riders. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding that was the, it was the same one that we went to like five years ago, right? Yeah, like every single machine in there is different now. <sighs> Do they still have the Blitz machine though? They did not. Actually, Moo Mesa was where the Blitz machine used no! to be. No! Yeah. My heart. But I think they rotate stuff, so I don't think it's like gone, gone. Dang it. I hope it's not. Now I got to... Moo Mesa, man? That's a game that not a lot of people talk about. <laughs> no, I mean, it's... it's <laughs> Was not it? as good. Not as good. <laughs> your sprites are like twice as big for no reason <laughs> at all, except for just for you to absorb more bullets. <laughs> oh man, did they still have tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Um, I, I don't think so. How dare you? Why would you not How look? Dare How dare I? I don't know, man. I, they had the Halo game, which I was really excited about. Goodness. Is that is that like the twin stick shooter Halo, or is it like a shooter like a first? No, person like you had a gun? giant machine gun and you were like light gunning the screen. Yeah. Why does that not exist on a home console? Um, because it's you'd rather just play actual Halo at that point. <laughs> not me. Not with Infinite. Dude, Infinite Oops. is great. <laughs> you don't need to talk about it. You're wrong. You're wrong. Damn, what's next up on the list? Next up is a, a game. So I was like trying to figure out my list. And so I was like looking through my retro games and I was like, what did I miss? And then I saw Tekken 3 in my PS1 games. And I was like, how did I forget about Tekken 3? Um, now, I know we're not big fighting game guys on the show, generally speaking. 
But uh, Tekken 3 is a game that not only did I play a lot of on the PS1, I remember playing the arcade version. And I also remember thinking about the PS1 version. I don't know how video games will ever look any better than this. Yeah. (laughs) Which is very funny when you look at PS1 games now or like any game that you used to think that about. And you're just like, how did I... Like, did, how did this look good to me back then? I don't know. Tekken, <laughs> so I'm I'm not a big fighting game guy, but Tekken was one of the few fighting games that my friends owned. It, we actually owned it, I think, maybe on PS2. Yeah. And there's just something about, like, I don't know, maybe because it doesn't take itself so seriously and you can, like, fight as a panda bear. Yes. You know, I just was a big fan of that. So, so you like I mean, Tekken. We've never talked about no. this. No. No, I mean, I don't like Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> I would play some Tekken. Like, I remember being at a friend's house and playing through the story of yeah. Tekken and, like, watching the cutscenes and stuff and being like, oh, this Which, is cool. The story's completely ridiculous, too. It was, like, something about a mob boss. I don't remember. Yeah. It was It was literally multiple decades ago. But, I mean, as far as fighting game goes, Tekken, yeah, Tekken's cool. Be a panda bear. <laughs> or just a normal bear if you want to be a normal bear. That's okay, too. Or a wrestler dressed as a giant cat uh i don't remember that one is king he's oh i thought that was just like a leopard man no he's yeah it's a man with a leopard mask on he's a wrestler oh i thought that you were just straight up playing as like a bipedal leopard no 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 and then there was also like a break dancing guy I like yep. the break dancing yep. guy eddie i believe his name was my yeah, brother used to like right. him yeah that sounds right yeah Yep. Um, I know some Tekken. Yeah, I'm surprised. We've never talked about this. Um, Yeah, Tekken's one of those games that's a little bit like Marvel versus Capcom in the the way that it can make you feel like you know what you're doing, even though you have no idea what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You just Um, mash the heck out of the buttons. Yeah, it's easy to pull off combos in Tekken, and you like feel like you're good at it till you play against somebody who is good at Tekken. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tekken three gotta gotta come to the island. It's uh, it's one of the. I feel like a lot of people love Tekken three, um, specifically. So for some reason, it's it's the one. Um, it's certainly the one for me. All right, and last on our list, Dan, the one for you. I mean, the the, it's got to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game because there's no way you're letting <laughs> us make a list without a Ninja Turtles game. It's which another one, one that which won't, one are you bringing? It just won't die. It just it it can't die. It's my rampart. It's Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Yeah. Which I, have, have I heard you say before that you think that the the Super Nintendo version is better than the arcade version of I, this? I believe we talked about that and sort of yeah. established that in that episode. I think that's episode fifty, right? Uh, that was like our uh, that was our anniversary twenty twenty episode. I want to say uh, like a year and a half ago. Episode 50. Um, yeah, I think I was unpleasantly surprised when we did that episode uh, to find out that I like the uh, the Super Nintendo version more than the arcade version, which is, uh, in most cases that are not Contra, it's pretty unheard of that the yeah. this, the home port is going to be better. Than I've heard the, some people uh, say, version. yeah, I've heard some people say that the arcade version is a little bit slidey. And that the the home version has better controls. Well, that's I think that's what it was. Was like the arcade version. I think it moved fast, and I didn't feel like I had as much control over things as I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and the home version just plays a little slower. You, you it, it just gives you a little bit better control. Um, I mean, I think technically too, we could. 
if you're if you're a Genesis kid, we could shove Hyperstone Heist in this slot as well, since it's kind of a Turtles in Time no, port. No, no. How is no. it not like a? It's it's they're different. They're different. It's games, a, it's a spiritual port of Turtles in sure. Time. That's fine. Sure. Um. So, what a game. Uh, yeah, tur- game. Turtles in Time. I mean, if you're if you could only bring one arcade port, no, to the no chance. Absolutely island. not. <laughs> Why would it not be game, a beat 'em up game? You're bringing one game. Yeah, make it a beat 'em up game. Sure. <laughs> I beat 'em ups are they're infinitely replayable. They don't get old. They no, neither of those are true. <laughs> I'm looking at this list, and I I feel like I would take almost any other game besides one of the two beat 'em up games if it was just one game. <laughs> you talk about our honorable mentions? No, no, no. Just like at our our oh, list of thirteen. Here. If you only had one option, yeah, I'm not taking one of the beat 'em up games. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Well, let's that's a, that's an interesting conversation. If you're only taking one of these. What uh, what is it gonna be? I feel like oh man um oh goodness <laughs> like if you're actually on a desert island you're not gonna have the energy for dance dance revolution and you're like <laughs> build, yeah you have to build a dance floor like I was thinking like maybe that one would be fun and it would like yeah. keep your spirits high because you're doing active things and listening to music it's exhausting but I would maybe bubble bobble just because it's long and there's like the puzzle aspect of okay. it and. Um, but that one, it only has one song. It would drive you insane. That's true. That's true. You don't want House of the Dead. That's going to make you too scared at night. Uh, what? No, House of the Dead is not scary. Yeah, you're going to be freaking out at every no. noise because you're going to think zombies are jumping out to get you. No. I guess you have to go with Rampart. <laughs> you're not taking Crazy Taxi? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, probably Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Um, or Blitz. Or Blitz. I'm looking at Tekken 3 and I'm wondering if no. that is, is oh, an <laughs> option. Bubble Bobble is also a good choice. Um, <laughs> but I got to go with Knights of the Round. You yeah, should, no, I no. thought so. <laughs> Man, if we could only have one game together. It can't be Blitz because we would not be friends. <laughs> we would, one of us would get murdered on the island. Right, right. It's got to be Crazy Taxi, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not All mad right, about well, that. I'm not mad about that. <clears throat> there you have it. That's our list of 13. But we do, as Dan <clears throat> mentioned, we have some honorable mentions that we will touch on very briefly. Yeah. Very briefly here. Yeah. Uh, number one, alphabetically again, is Captain America and the Avengers, the which is Avengers. a mashup of a beat 'em up game and a shoot 'em up game. I don't like it when you say that. Why? Because for some reason, I mean, technically you're right. But it's like it, it I has. Love you say that. It had. <laughs> I was going through my phone. <laughs> For some reason, I came across uh, a, a thing where I I had taken a screenshot of a Discord conversation where I admitted that you were right about something. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> and you immediately had the same reaction where you're just like, "This is amazing." I'm yeah. so, I love. I love. You love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, and then right underneath, I posted a screenshot of our Instagram poll where we were talking about the green versus the yellow Game Boy screen, and it was like <laughs> seventy three to like twenty seven percent in favor of you being wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that. So, funny you should but, mention uh, that. But yeah, the American the Avengers, it's <laughs> an interesting arcade port, and in that the arcade 
graphics and the port graphics are not that dissimilar for yeah. some reason sprites are super tiny in that game so you don't really lose a whole lot out there in the port you but gotta yeah. take the genesis version though i agree i agree and we covered both the super nintendo and genesis versions back in episode 19 if you want to hear more about that game that's true that's true maybe you don't maybe you do Maybe you don't, maybe you do. Next up on the list, honorable mentions, is Galaga. This is actually an arcade port that I owned on the NES Galaga. It's a really good time. Um, I love Galaga. It's yeah. one, of my, one of my favorite arcade games. If I'm ever in an arcade, like if it's pay or free play, it doesn't matter. I'm going to play Galaga, and uh, it's just fun for some reason. The NES version is a little bit slow, so it kind of makes you feel like you're better at Galaga than you actually are. <laughs> Um, now is I, when I typed Galaga into price charting, yeah, there was like not just like Galaga on the NES. There was like a PAL NES version of Galaga, and then there was like Galaga did something with like a some kind of subtitle. And I was like, I swear there is a straight up port of Galaga on the NES. Yeah, we had North it. American. We like, had why is it not showing up here? And I don't know if my brain was just off and I was somehow missing it, but I was like. I swear there's an NES version of Galaga. Why am I not seeing it here? Oh, Galaga. It's called Galaga Demons of Death on the it, NES. Is, like. Okay, so that's what is, and but it's, it is Galaga. It's Galaga. Why I mean, would yeah. it be called, De- why would they add a subtitle on just the NES version? I don't know. Why the, Why do they add a subtitle to, was it Mario Brothers 2 has a subtitle that doesn't actually ever get acknowledged? What do you mean? With on new, the cover for with Mario new Brothers. <laughs> no, on the cover for Mario 2, it says Mario Madness. That's not the subtitle. It looks like a subtitle. I don't think Demons <laughs> Didn't of Death Didn't we talk about this actual... before? Yeah, no, we, we did t- in the Mario 2 episode. <laughs> I don't think that Demons of Death is actually like the Galaga <laughs> subtitle because it... Like, it doesn't show that as the subtitle on Wikipedia. Well, that's what the price charting game title is called. It's Demons of Death. Weird. Maybe that's what the game should have been called. But a little bit slower. Yeah. Uh, Next up on our honorable mentions. Now, Jordan, I almost brought NBA Jam. I was like, I was looking at it again Uh, because it's another one of the persistent cockroach. Maybe that's what I'm looking for as a cockroach, something that just you can't kill it. It just (laughs) continues to... Perpetuate no matter how. What a resounding endorsement of this game. It's a cockroach. <laughs> no, well, no NBA Jam. Yeah, because when I was playing NBA Jam for the Super Nintendo Desert Island list, I was like, maybe the, this isn't fun single player. Maybe it's only fun multiplayer. Yeah, I think that's true. So I decided to not go with NBA Jam this time around. Oh yeah, to, what go, you got? to go with another Midway classic, Jordan NBA Showtime. NBA on NBC. Now, if you were fortunate in an arcade, you might have found an NFL Blitz slash NBA Showtime yeah. arcade machine where you could play two of the finest arcade games. Um, I think that this one, it's been, a, it's been a little while since I've played it, but it's probably better than NBA Jam. I remember having Team Fire, and I just remember having like a great time with like a, the Create a Player and like all this stuff. I used to play this one a ton. Um, so I'm, I'm move over NBA jam. I'm taking the, the PS one slash dreamcast port of NBA showtime NBA on NBC, which I believe is also another one of those games where you paid by the quarter, uh, not the, the quarter. I know that's a really confusing <laughs> phrase. When we say that, we're trying to say that the game itself is split up into four quarters, like a basketball game or a football game has four quarters and you have to pay a quarter for each quarter. 
Or I think it might have even been 50 cents or something ridiculous like that. No, that that would be And on top of that, Jordan, if I'm not mistaken, they made each player pay each quarter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. You don't get to have a second player for free. What are you talking about? What a... What a... (laughs) What a monetization scheme. You're... (laughs) You think, yeah, you think skins in Halo Infinite are bad? Wait till you play NBA Showtime, NBA on NBC. <laughs> well, just go to an arcade if you think skins are bad. Although the skins are pretty bad in Halo Infinite they currently. Are, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> let's let's be honest. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> All right. Next up on the list. This was one of mine. Honorable mention to Rampage Universal Tour. We played Rampage World Tour all the way back in episode six of the show. It is uh, a port of Rampage, which is a classic arcade game, but it's uh, beefed up a little bit. The Mm -hmm. difference between Universal Tour and World Tour, they're basically the same game built on the same engine, but Universal Tour just has some uh, different monsters and you end up finishing the game in space instead of just going around the world. So it's got a little bit of extra. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played a ton of Universal Tour. I was a little bit surprised when you were like, Rampage Universal Tour is on the desert island. Honorable, I was like, what? Yeah, well, I mean, do we even like Rampage World World Tour Tour, very much? It's a fun game, just like the climbing up, breaking buildings and stuff. It's a good time. Um, You probably don't want to like sit there and play it for hours and hours, but it's it's very (laughs) different from anything else on the list, and it's it's a good time. I remember having fond memories of playing Universal Tour on our N64. So I it's not it didn't make it on the list, but honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And lastly, Jordan, you know you couldn't you guys you couldn't get away from this list without a second Ninja Turtles game. Finally, we've got Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, the NES port of it. I couldn't bring it, I couldn't, um, I didn't have the heart to put two Ninja Turtles games on the list. Yeah, no, I, thank I you. exercised restraint, but... Uh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I, had to, uh, I had to bring another TMNT game um, uh, on our honorable mentions because, like, I don't know, to both of the Ninja Turtle arcade games just have a spot in my heart. But They're this great. is the the not as good one that's uh, on the NES instead of the Super Nintendo. So it's not even the best Turtles game on the NES. But no, I mean, but the other one Manhattan not, Project isn't an arcade port. So that's right. That's right. If if Manhattan Project was an arcade port, it would be in place of, or actually, it would be another honorable mention. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can hear all about the arcade game in episode thirty one. And Manhattan Project, eight, and 17, 18. 16. 16. 16. Yeah. I can feel them all in there somewhere. <clears throat> yes. Well, so there you go. There's our five honorable mentions <laughs> Captain America and the Avengers, Galaga, NBA Showtime, Rampage, Universal Tour, and Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. <laughs> that wraps up 18 arcade boards that are, well, here you go. <laughs> that are worth checking out. Here's two more that I would have loved to put on the list, but I haven't played them. Oh, I man. love the arcade versions, but we haven't got around to playing the ports. And that is The Punisher for Sega Genesis, which we are going to get around to on the show eventually because Dan owns it now. And the other one is Die Hard, the arcade game, which I think is only on like Sega Saturn. Uh, <laughs> and uh, who's got money for that? But I loved the Die Hard. It's a beat 'em up game. It's 3D, and pretty much the entire world is destructible, and you can like pick up pipes and trash cans and beat the crap out of people. So good, so good. So um, there's two more, but they didn't make honorable mention or 
the Desert Island list because we just haven't played them. I've heard good things about Die Hard Arcade, but dude, it was it was the game that we would play. We'd go to the, the Skateland West, which was the local skating rink, and they had Die Hard, and I would play that game every single time we were there. That's where all my quarters would go. <laughs> every time Area we went 51, to the local skating rink, <laughs> which was frequently. Oh yeah, man. Goodness. Oh, skating rinks. What a what a relic of a yeah. a bygone era. Uh that r- skating rink has since been turned into a haunted house. So Really? Maybe they have a copy of uh, House of the Dead 2. <laughs> the game's not spooky. So spooky. It's not spooky. All right, Jordan, let's move on to the rest of our show. Let's do it. So, Jordan, this is the part where I would normally ask you what you would pay for uh, yeah. for for a, a game that we just covered on the show, and you would normally say two dollars for the gameplay, ten dollars to put it on your shelf. That sounds um, right. That's me. <laughs> that's you. Uh, but th- today we don't we don't have we can't. But I have price charting prices for all of the things. Yeah. Um, most of the things. <laughs> um, when we did the Desert Island Super Nintendo list, I asked you what was the most worthless game on the list. Yeah. What uh, What on this list do you think is uh, is the most worthless? And by most worthless, I mean what is the most expensive arcade port that we decided to, uh, to bring to the island today? Gotcha. Okay. Um... Let's see. It's probably going to be... Now, does House of the Dead 2, does that include the peripherals? That is the bundled version, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with House of the Dead 2. It's it's not House of the Dead 2. Oh, man. The, the Dreamcast version of House of the Dead 2, which is the price that I have. Yeah. Uh, the, the loose gun bundle is uh, $41. Okay, that's not crazy. So, although I think in the picture on the box, it was like a light gun and then like a disc like hanging out in the plastic. Mm. So I don't know if they actually gave you a case for the game with that. <laughs> That's amazing. That's Is amazing. It? Is it? I got some any, uh, some Nintendo Wii games that were like that where it just like came in like a little no, sleeve. Just stop. Just don't. Like, just yeah, don't. No, I agree. Don't. Like Link's crossbow <laughs> training just came in a cardboard sleeve. We sports uh, came in a cardboard sleeve. Yeah. All right. Take another. Take one more stab. What do you think? Look. Take a, take a look. Uh, okay. Take my second look. guess here is gonna be uh, Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. No. Oh wow. No. Your your brain is uh, at- wrong. atrophying. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's a good word. Rotting. <laughs> Turtles in Time going for $57 currently at at, uh, at present. But um, All right. Okay. One last one last guess. Okay. It's got to be the DDR bundle then. Uh, No. DDR PS1 bundles. Complete in box. 30 bucks. Holy crap. All right. Just tell that, me. Which like one is that, it? Like that flimsy vinyl 
terrible mat that you're yeah. not going to have a good time play DDR with. I played it like a year ago and I was like, I can't do this. No. This is no, awful. No. And I'm pretty sure this isn't responding correctly because you like fold it up and like <laughs> you, 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 it's whatever, it's nine by nine or whatever. So you like fold the sides in, then you fold the top and the bottom and like, yeah. like a towel and you stick it in a box. I'm like, this seems like good for electronics. No. Um, <laughs> uh, most expensive game on the list, <clears throat> Knights of the Round at $100. Oh yeah, dang! I didn't yeah. even think about that. I yeah. forgot how crazy expensive that one has gotten. And then Sunset Riders at ninety five, I think, is uh, taking up the the second slot there. Jeez, both of so, those you can yeah. get uh, digitally, like on the Switch. You can get uh, Knights of the Round comes in the Capcom Beat 'Em Up bungle, Bundle, Bungle, and uh, <laughs> bungle. <laughs> Sunset Riders has an Arcade Archives port, and so you can play those games for a lot cheaper if you don't mind yeah. picking up a, a digital version on a modern console. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan, moving on. Did, did you did you uh, did you find any trivia today? I, yeah, no, I didn't. January, January, In Jan- the midst of Jan- our our plane crashing into the desert island, I seem to have lost my uh, extensive trivia research. <laughs> you seem to have lost Google and your yeah. smartphone. Well, I didn't bring a satellite. And our community else would be off this island already. <laughs> You didn't bring your uh, Satellaview? No. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. We do have a bounty, but we st- we are, as we're recording, we're still in the throes of December. No, we decided not to have a pun for no, this No, we month. didn't. We decided it was December. You may have decided that. Jor, like, it's, it kind of sounds yeah, like your, because I'm talking to you. Yeah, I got it. Jor, it's Jor December. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I just don't <laughs> think it's good. <laughs> well, name a good pun in the history of the show. Besides, well, mo- besides I mean, January. Are you kidding? <laughs> January Cageuary might be the greatest pun ever. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank I'm you. I'm a big fan. So much better than uh, Okami or Jalami. No, you were gonna call it like Jarcageuary or something. Yeah, well, that was the original, and then I was like January. It, it just worked. It just yeah, January Cageuary is way better. So good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Like Dan said, we don't have a winner yet for December, but that's what we, we're trying to say. <laughs> we have a a new, a brand new bounty for you to enter for January, and it is going to be not just for the eShop this month. It's going to be for the system of your choice between the Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. Yes, right? is that correct, Dan? I think so. And, <laughs> and all you have to do is send us a direct message with a game, your favorite game. Doesn't have to be your favorite. Game? No, best game. No. What's, no, you send us a direct message with yeah. what arcade game never got a port that absolutely should have gotten a port. There it is. What arcade game didn't get a port that should have gotten a port? Uh, send us that in a direct message on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at WIOW Podcast. You can also send us an email at worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. You can direct message Dan or myself on Discord. And don't forget, every month you can earn bonus entries by just participating in our community on Discord. You still have to submit an actual official DM entry to earn those bonus entries, but you could pick up a couple extra entries just by participating in the community and talking about retro gaming and whatever else is going on in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to run through the end of January. Yes, um, 2022. Tw- yes, 2022. Um I'm working, so I alluded to that, our website earlier, Jordan, worthitorworthless.com slash bounty, I think is officially where the rules are going to finally live. Wow. Um, if people want um, 
to know <laughs> all of the the interesting things like you have to send us a DM for your thing to count. You can, if we decide to do bonus entries some other kind of random way for a community event, we could do that. We're trying to get a website going. So worthitorworthless.com slash bounty should take you to the rules. I'm looking at it right now. Look at this. There's all the rules and a button right on there to join our Discord. Nice. Yep, and a button. So... Um. Yeah. Do we? Do we? Do we say all the things that we need to say? Uh, North uh, American. North American uh, credit. Sometimes so, some of these. So it's twenty dollars, but it might be two tens. Like just depending on what denominations are offered, you might get a couple codes. Twenty dollars to the the major console platform. <laughs> yes, if you want to pick up one of those controversial so, Halo Infinite skins, this could be your chance. Do you though? <laughs> I, you know, 20 bucks could get you um, a visor color <laughs> AI and a charm for your rifle what is going on alternatively with infinite you cosmetics get, you could get a full game or multiple full games uh, you could so get something you, worth you. your money <laughs> exactly actually not even worth your money worth our money <laughs> uh yeah and uh Moving on, uh, I'm trying to think, <laughs> like, what's next? Um, uh, I was trying to think if we had anything more to say about the bounty, but do we have anything more to say about the bounty, Jordan, before we move on to uh, the rest of our little bit of housekeeping here? I think that's it. Okay, next episode, uh, 1943, going to be out in two weeks, as we said earlier. Um, if you want to join us on Patreon to have sort of say in some of the episodes that we're, uh, we're putting out, that was the response of a Patreon poll. If you go to patreon.com slash worth it or worthless, you can get early access to this show. You can get an exclusive monthly show called super worth it or worthless. All stars deluxe, a retro game podcast. You, which is like a different kind of, it's a little bit more like our desert Island lists where we get into some, some of the weeds on uh, some retro gaming topics. So, it's different. It's mostly myself and another Jordan teaming up on Dan, which it's, is always a good time. It's Dan joined by too many Jordan, um, as I lovingly refer to them now. Um, sometimes it might. It's not. I don't think it's always going to be too many Jordan, though. No, we actually got some of that cloning technology that Vin Diesel has to pump up <laughs> the numbers for Fast and the Furious, and we made another me. Oh, we have very distinct uh, personalities and likes <laughs> when it comes to video games, though. It's so. like multiplicity, where you make the copy of a copy of a copy, and then the one ends up like re- <laughs> really screwed up. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like that. I don't know if I'm the screwed up one or he is. You'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> Shout out to multiplicity. Never um, seen it, but I remember seeing the cover of it at Blockbuster many times. <laughs> Uh, some of Michael Keaton's finest work. Really? Yeah, <laughs> probably. I think that's what people say. <laughs> Batman, Spider-Man, and Multiplicity. <laughs> Spider-Man? What? Yeah, he plays the Vulture in... Uh, oh, 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 oh. He also plays was... uh, He plays Birdman in uh, Birdman. He d- you're right. He's played <laughs> a lot of the mans. <laughs> Speaking of the Vulture. Uh, all right, my friend. Do you have anything else before we... Uh, we close out our show with our music segment. I think that's going to do it for us, but we hope that you guys are having a great start to 2022 and here's to a great year of retro gaming with all of you. Yes, for sure. Uh, Jordan, I scoured game chops for a few minutes looking for (laughs) an arcade song to, to, to go with our, 
our arcade themed episode here. And uh, so I came up with some Pokemon music. <laughs> oh yeah, classic <laughs> arcade game Pokemon. Nice. Because <laughs> I couldn't find any arcade stuff. I was like, maybe I should put this Marvel Madness. <laughs> There's like a yeah. Marble Madness track. I was, I was like, I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know. I don't think I want to put this in the show, <laughs> but I can't it do this. Is. So I was like, let's go with Chiltendo 2 by Jokabi. Uh, pro- Classic. Professor Sycamore's theme from uh, Pokemon X and Y. Love it. So right, uh, let's hear it. Pokemon music, always a classic. All right, my friends, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the show. We will see you in two weeks. We will. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See ya.